Hello and welcome to Scary Pair, a horror movie podcast between partners. I'm Nine. And I'm not myself today. I'm Opal. Oh my god! <laughs> I didn't even do anything. Well, that's the problem, That's right? what they want you to think, they look listeners. Like us. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this week we watched The Faculty, 1998, directed by Robert Rodriguez, uh, starring kind of everyone, but I would say uh, particularly... Clea Duvall, uh, Josh Hartnett, and Elijah Wood. Uh, it's also written by Kevin Williamson. We will get to this in a minute. Oh, excellent. Okay. But, uh, Opal, what have we been up to since our last episode? We've been catching up on movies this week. That's right. We watched a ton of fucking movies. Well, first of all, for Halloween, we saw The Omen. The Omen, which uh, was interesting. I had never seen it before. Yes, the 70s one. Yeah. The good one. The, yeah. Uh, it was... It was interesting. Uh, I really wasn't expecting uh, the sovereignty of the nation state of Israel to be a major plot point in the movie. Of but... course it is. <laughs> um, no, I, I liked it. Um, it's it's uh, that little boy uh, sure is the devil. Yeah, he's kind of cute, though. But he's kind of scary. I know. They pick, like, the perfect kid. I know. I, I want to be that cute and scary. <laughs> when you're five years <laughs> when old when i'm five years old okay. yeah i wasn't haunted enough as a child is oh, what i'm learning i could have been you could have pulled it off yeah <laughs> <laughs> it was very funny it was very funny when uh at one point uh in the movie the kid like throws a crazy fit and you had to be like yeah i kind of did something like this when i was a kid <laughs> uh, you know this story um, I did the most devious thing you could probably do as a child. We were at the mall, and I didn't want to leave yet, so I laid on the ground and I yelled, help! <laughs> help! 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 Well, my parents are trying to drag me away. They're, those people were going to think that I was being kidnapped. <laughs> Sorry. So, We've established that you're you're uh, the the antichrist. I think uh, I am the omen <laughs> child. No, but your cousin. <laughs> oh yeah, we have to mention this. Uh, my cousin is actually born on six six two thousand and six. Pretty uh, cool. Uh, yeah, I'm yeah. okay. I'm okay with Isaiah being the antichrist. Yeah, I'm okay with it. Yeah, Isaiah's pretty chill. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> anyway, so that was the omen. The antichrist can drive now. I don't. I don't have a ton to say about it other than like um, whatever. Incredibly, incredibly Catholic. Whatever, like, however I thought the movie was going to go, uh, it didn't go that way. Like, it kind of turns into, like, an Indiana Jones movie halfway through, and I didn't really expect it. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's like an adventure. Um, but I, I still I still thought it was pretty good. I also didn't know that The Omen 3 had... Um... <laughs> Uh, Sam Neil, Sam Neil, as, as grown-up Damien. <laughs> That's fucking wild. I know. I, I kind of love that. I might need to see the Omen oh three. Oh my god! All right. Uh, and then we watched Pearl, which was great. Oh, uh, I loved it. It was excellent. Uh, Pearl, I would say, very different from X. Oh yeah, I think I think I like Pearl slightly more. Because it is more Mia Goth kind of like going off a um, little bit. This movie is just like a Mia Goth tour de force. Oh yeah, like that's... she's incredible. It makes me want to watch X again now. Oh yeah, and I'm excited for the like sequel they're making. Yeah, me too. Maxine. I'm interested in that too. Yeah. But um, I have a question. If 
you were to recommend those two movies as a package to someone, what order would you say that they should watch them in? Release order. I think release order too. But it could be interesting if we did like a double feature to do them in the opposite order, in chronological order. The thing is, um, you could do it in chronological order, but unless like you... I think you need the context from X first. I think the second... I think, uh, yeah, I think... The second movie is a lot more interesting knowing uh, kind of where that story goes in in X. Where and then I, I think that's a more interesting progression. I think it's doing more with that yeah, see, than I, doing I'm, it chronologically. I'm team, like, if it's your first time, watch in release order. If it's your second time, watch it in chronological order. That's interesting. Yeah. That can be fun. I think, um, you know, the movies are so different that no matter what order you show them in, I think people are going to be a little, like, knocked on their ass a bit. I mean, I love both of them. Yeah, but they're very different, like, tonally, pacing, like, mood. It's all, like, very different. So, yeah, yeah, definitely recommend both movies. Um, It was so good, though. Yeah. And then we watched VHS 99. Which... Is we've watched all the VHS movies. I think I've seen all of them. No, you? you haven't. I've shown you VHS. We watched VHS 94. And then we watched 99. But I have seen all of them. I've seen two and viral. There might be another one in there. But I've, <laughs> I've, right. I've seen all of them for I, sure. I will say of the VHS movies I've seen, this one was my favorite. I think 94 is my favorite. 94 is pretty good. I think 94 is has overall like some stronger individual anthology showings, but 99 overall is really really fun. I mean 99 so. is just doing a it's high high camp. Oh, right? you're you're like a mid twenties millennial. You uh, remember all this stuff. We're just gonna throw all of it at you. Oh my god! With the references, I won't spoil anything, but they no. go they go pretty hard. No. Uh, and I think the thing that really sold me on it, and the reason why I like it more than the other ones, is it's just way more campy. They're fully leaning into how funny they are, which I I think it to its detriment, or maybe. To its benefit, it it looks a little bit more uh, goofy and spirit Halloween <laughs> at times. I think it's maybe to its in the benefit. makeup this, department. This movie is fucking hamming it up, and I love it. I love when a horror series that has been um, maybe not maybe formulaic's the wrong word, but it's just been like a very consistent uh, mood and tone throughout uh, decides to just get fucking weird with it. I love Ratma. Hail Ratma. Hail Ratma. Um, that's yeah, 94. That's but... 94, but uh, yeah, no, I, I really liked this one. I just thought it was really fun. Okay, no spoiling. What was your favorite one? What was your favorite bit in 99? No spoiling? No spoiling. Um, the, the, the one. Uh, the. How do I say it without spoiling it? It's not going to be a spoiler if you say what i think you're gonna the say. nickelodeon one yes the 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 <laughs> double dare one yeah, yeah. I, I don't think that's a spoiler to say there uh, is like a double dare riff in it that's pretty it's, it's hilarious just really funny it's like right in the middle of the movie yeah. it, it's great yeah i was really digging that one i also love the sorority one it's funny um the the one that i liked the least was actually partly done by the guy who directed pearl and x who's also done uh, several the i think all of the other vhs yes. movies well are, like parts of them yeah because the, the idea you're is talking they, about the um the like 
the prankster boys one. Yeah, that yeah. one. I think that's the weakest one in the in the collection. I think it's the one that's most like other VHS ones. That is true. I will agree um, with that. Um, and the stuff that I that I really liked about this one is they were just being yeah. goofy and handy yeah. with it. And I, I, really I, I thought that. the sorority one was like the most legitimately like scary one. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah, no, I really liked it. But, um, yeah. But yeah, I, I I mean, it was the I liked the goofiest it, yeah, it was, one. It was in a between goofy that for me and the Double Dare one. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. I, I liked more of the goofiest one, and you liked yeah. the scariest one, which I have to say is kind of our taste. I mean, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I mean, if you've seen the other ones, if you know you like horror anthologies, just give it a watch. It's pretty fun. Yeah, I, I would recommend it. I would recommend all of the movies we talked about today. Yeah, I think I would. Yeah. yeah. Um. With that, do we want to get into our movie this week? Oh, yes. All right. We have um, to, <laughs> by law. So, I guess a little bit of background about this movie before we start, because I'm guessing this movie has a little bit of a cult following, did okay money-wise I, when it I came out. I couldn't believe that. But not a super well-known movie, I don't think. Mm, um, maybe for, like, 90s heads. It yeah. could be, because it's a super 90s movie. Um, but basically the plot is, it's Invasion of the Body Snatchers in a, in a, a 90s no, high school it's, comedy. It's what if the thing was <laughs> Breakfast Club. Exactly, yeah. It is It is just that. Um, so uh, it's directed by Robert Rodriguez, who, um, you know, this is not like his first movie. He He's kind of... Um, not his best either. I, I would agree. <laughs> He's kind of at this point because in his career. Spy um, Kids exists. Spy Kids is almost directly after this, which is kind of interesting oh to think God. about. Yeah, it's like 2000s. Yeah, uh, From Dust Till Dawn was his first movie, which is like basically immediately preceding this. Yeah. Uh, very goofy movie. I like. I like. Not the, joking. That's probably the best one. I like the back half of that movie where it gets yeah. really weird quite a bit yes um, yes that is the good part yeah um he you know he's a interesting guy an interesting director i kind of like his directorial style mm. um and then it's written by kevin williamson in a very critical point in his career so if you don't know him uh he's the writer for scream right yes. uh which came out in 96 mm-hmm. uh so he is uh Basically, this was an old script that he had kicking around, and then after Scream took off, uh, somebody went out and bought it to, to make the movie, um, and then he like gave some notes to Robert Rodriguez as he's going off to direct his uh, first feature film. Mm. Uh, so it, he, it's like the full like Kevin Williams like come to, to fame moment. Um, I guess the other well-known stuff that he's done, uh, he did I Know What You Did Last Summer, um, and then he's also done the TV series Dawson's Creek, and then uh, after this movie, uh, The Vampire Diaries. Oh, great! Yeah, wonderful. Yeah. Um, so yeah, he's just he's just the kind of guy who writes, you know, a bad CW show. Um, but he's also, you know, the guy who did Scream. No, none of it as good as Scream. Yeah, I mean, this movie. It feels like the only thing that he learned from that is that you can name drop whatever influences you want. Well, it's interesting. Like, I think. I, I very much believe that, like, oh, yeah, this is the guy that wrote Scream's other script he had kicking around. You mm. know what I mean? Because it's not the as good. The one that he didn't pick first. Right, right. The one that didn't, uh, you know, that wasn't Scream, right? Uh, it's all the same ideas, but not quite executed as well. Um, it's another piece of, like, genre reference that's very loud about it. Um, with the same sort I of... I would say... 
not nearly as successful yeah. in this one. Yeah, it, th- that that part of it is not nearly as successful for me. It what, just kind of made me roll my eyes. The part that I do think is successful is the fact that it's a high school comedy. Um, no. <laughs> no, you don't think so? No, I don't think it's funny either. Uh, I, I think... In terms of like what's what's better the the horror riffs or the high school comedy part? I mean, this is the other thing that Kevin, that Williamson just does is he does um, stories about high school. Like all of those all of those things that I've talked about so far are high school stories. It is just like his oeuvre, basically. I mean, um, the problem is I can super feel this movie wanting to be like a Ten Things I Hate About You or a Dazed and Confused, which I would much much rather watch. One hundred percent, yeah. Um, I mean, I think the fact that it's um so heavy handed with the genre stuff makes it hard to buy it as just a high school comedy, which maybe hurts it. Uh, yeah. Everyone is such a fucking cartoon in this movie. Uh huh. Um, you could say that. Let's let's maybe get into the summary and then we can uh talk about other stuff oh yeah oh yeah uh we open on the offspring the kids aren't all right uh that's just the tone that we're gonna have for this movie it it is the correct opening music to play a lot of like new metal uh as it is football practice and the coach uh played by robert patrick is chewing everyone out uh, especially stan the quarterback uh, he, he uses the phrase pussy pukes, which isn't the last time <laughs> you'll hear this insult in this movie. Uh, I'll, I'll just say, uh, right off the bat, people are swearing up a goddamn storm in this movie. They have earned the R rating, uh, at least for language. Uh, uh, I mean, there's some, there's some rock there's, and titties later, but... <laughs> and there's some gnarly kills as well, yeah. yeah. Um, uh, yeah, it's football practice, uh, the kid, the kids all kind of leave, uh, and he's, like, snuck up on by someone, but we don't see what happens. Um, cut to the principal, uh, uh, Miss Drake, who's uh, telling all the other teachers that, uh, yeah, we have no school budget. Fuck off with any of your cool projects you want to do for your students. Uh, and, yeah, the football team makes money so they can do whatever the fuck they want. This movie has some things to say. <laughs> about, about the school system? About the allocation of school funding. I think it's, you know, uh, this is stuff that... Uh, still relevant, still going on. <laughs> I mean, yeah, of course. Yeah, um, uh, Fuck football. Uh, Miss Drake has to head back inside for her keys when she's snuck up on by the coach, uh, from earlier, who, uh, hits on her. Man, very creepy. Very creepy, very aggressive, um, and then imp- it eventually, like, culminates in him impaling her hand with a pencil, um... And then there's, like, a chase. As this turns into, like, a slasher movie for a moment. Yeah. Uh, yeah, she, like, whacks him with her keys and tries to run. And he's, like, as you know, we're trying to, like, get a feel for the tone of this movie. As he, like, menaces her over the PA system. Yeah. <laughs> um, they, like, continue to brawl and run through the school. Um, as Mrs. Olsen, the drama teacher, is locked outside and is like, oh, I want to get help. But uh, the principal's like, no, 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 just wait here. Which, by the way, rookie mistake. If you encounter anyone as you're fleeing for your life from a murderer and they're like, oh, I'll go get help, you let them go get help. You don't tell them, just wait right here. Uh, across a door from you where there are no help to you. I suppose. Anyway. Uh... <laughs> Uh, eventually... she, she looks like an enfeebled Miss Fritzel type at this point. Yeah. Um, 
uh, eventually the coach ends up like locked inside the building, but then uh, <laughs> Mrs. Olsen attacks Miss Drake with a pair of scissors, uh, revealing that she too is like a villain or something. They they both drop the line, uh, I've always wanted to do that. Fucking a- adults love killing each other. They love killing. Uh, the next day... Cool guy Zeke Tyler, played by Josh Hartnett, drives into school in his Mustang. Um, he... There's like a there's like a codename kids next door intro for all of these. Yes, characters. I, that's my next note. Is we meet uh, several other students. Uh, I, I'm and, gonna and Zeke's bangs are the most fucking disgusting things you will ever. Oh see. my god! Um, I'm I'm just gonna go through all of the characters, all of like the students at the jump here all the um, named characters that matter uh so we have uh casey played by elijah wood who's the nerd uh who gets like turbo bullied in this sequence um i said earlier all the characters are cartoons this is like the most cartoonish uh high school kids opening ever yeah um then you have zeke uh josh hartnett he's uh the stoner he's like making fake ids and like selling drugs to people um quote-unquote drugs you've got uh clea duvall as stokes the goth uh her name is stokely stokely that's her first name i think i don't know everyone just calls her stokes uh she's so greasy she's extremely greasy yeah next we have uh, jordana brewster as delilah who is like a cheerleader and also the head editor of the school newspaper everything Uh, she's everything to everyone she's like the mean girl um and then we have laura harris as mary beth louise hutchinson who is uh southern and the new kid i kind of like her there oh and then uh stan from earlier who we met from the football team he is a jock he is repressed jock he's played by sean hattosi uh we also meet all of the teachers who are equally cartoons, I'm not going to go over each of them individually. Uh, one of them, notably, is played by Jon Stewart. Yes. Yes, he is John. <laughs> he sure is Jon Stewart. I forgot he was in this. Uh, yeah. Um, most of this cast is well known for stuff they've done besides this. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I was going to say the teacher lady, when she gets her glow up from earlier, I realize she's... Catherine from Twin Peaks because she just looks exactly like that character. Now. Uh, so so I'll, I'll go through it. So we've got uh, Jordana Brewster who I mentioned earlier uh, as Delilah. Uh, she's in the Fast and the Furious yeah, in two thousand, yeah. like right after this. You've got Clea Duvall. This is her breakout movie. What? Um, yeah, I don't believe that for a second. No, it she's, is. But she's in Girl Interrupted. She's like the. That's, she's the. That's after this. Is it? Yes. Okay. She, uh, she goes on to do. She's all that. Uh, Girl Interrupted, of course, The Grudge. She Yes, she. I was going to say, this is not our yes. first Clea Duvall movie. Yeah. But I, I have to show you But I'm a Cheerleader. Because that sure. is like the good Clea Duvall movie. Yeah. Um, and then you've got Famke Jansen, who goes on to be uh, uh, an X-Men uh, as, what's her name? I don't care. Uh, <laughs> and, of course, Elijah Wood, uh, pre-Lord of the Rings. Uh-huh. Um. I think that was a whole thing when he was in this. Like, he got the offer. Yeah, I mean, uh, for a lot of these kids, it's kind of like they're, they're one of their earlier big movies. Um, I I have to say, I, the it's kind of an ensemble cast. Um, a little bit, but I don't think they can carry the writing. 
I I don't think um I don't think they like save the movie or anything, but the no. cast is pretty strong. It's pretty uh, strong. in retrospect, certainly. Um. So now it's uh class time uh with Miss Burke, uh, aka Famke Jansen, who's doing a lesson about Robinson Crusoe. I guess this never comes up. Uh. And we learn a little bit about all of the kids. Uh, so Stan and Delilah are dating, but like Stan wants to quit the football team, and Delilah's real mean to him about this. She's like, "Oh, it's the social order that the cheerleader will I... date the quarterback, and you have to be the quarterback, otherwise I won't date you." I'm not sure if this character has any positive traits whatsoever. Uh, she mostly exists to get called a bitch by the other characters. Yes, just straight up, she gets called a bitch. This is like the writing in this movie is like aggressively incel writing. Also, she says that her Estee Lauder lipstick takes seventy-two minutes or something to set. I don't believe that for a second. You should be setting your <laughs> lipstick by yourself. Get your fucking life together. Holy shit! Uh, I'll just say like. All of the uh, men I find uh, personally unattractive, and all of the women are like uh, cartoons about babes. Well, there's a lot of things to say about the female cast of this movie, isn't there? <laughs> uh, moving on to uh, the boring history class taught by Mr. Tate, who is like that teacher who doesn't give a shit. Uh, uh, he, the joke is that he's an alcoholic and th- divorced. Right. <laughs> yes, extremely. Uh, yeah, he's the balding guy. Um, uh, next is lunch, I guess. Mary Beth approaches uh, Stokely trying to make friends, uh, but Delilah cuts in to bully Stokely for being a lesbian. Yeah, so she's homophobic too. Yeah, exactly. Uh, this is like... Oh. Mary Beth seems really nice about it, though. Yeah, yeah. She's like, oh, you're so brave and cool for being a lesbian. And then Stokely's like, I'm not a lesbian. And she's just bullying me. Yeah, this is the <laughs> first closeted heterosexual character, I think, ever. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, like, they, they, like, code her in this way to be a lesbian. And she's bullied as a lesbian. But she can get together with a male character at the end. It's just like I, all I'm girls. saying is it's extremely <laughs> incel behavior to write a character this way. That's all I'm saying. A- actual lesbian Clea Duvall, by the way. Oh yeah, okay. And yeah. um, uh, out on the uh, like football field or whatever, Casey notices something strange on the ground, but he gets like accosted by the coach from earlier. Um, and Stokely notices that Miss Olsen is, like, pulling another teacher inside one-on-one. And, like, oh, that's weird. But doesn't really it, think about anything of it. Is it? Like, is the, it the whole thing about this movie is they're showing you a bunch of, like, the, the interesting thing about this movie, right, is there's a bunch of scenes that, like, could be normal high school things. But because they're in a context of, like, an Invasion of the Body Snatchers movie, you go... Oh, that's so suspicious. And then it's like shot and, and like presented to you directorially. Like, yeah, you, yeah, oh. you heard me say that when all this was happening. <laughs> oh, that's so suspicious. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's it's all like very conspiratorial, but like this is just normal high school stuff, and like that's that's the central joke of this movie. The joke. Yeah. Um. Uh, Mary Beth here tries to apologize to, to Stokely about earlier. They have a conversation about how Stokely uses lesbianism as a social shield against getting close to people. Which... 
I'm grimacing right now. Just the idea that like, oh. I get homophobic bullied for my own issues. I choose to do that, but I don't like girls. Yeah, yeah, no, she specifically is like, I choose to be uh, homophobically bullied so that I don't have to get close to anyone because I don't like people because I'm a Because I'm a being mean like goth. a greasy goth wasn't enough, I guess. Yeah, that like, <laughs> nobody's ever used being a goth as like a, a means of... Um, being a social outcast or yeah. anything. No, we have to take it a step further yeah. and be really weird about it. Yeah. Um... The science teacher, Mr. Furlong, uh, John Stewart, uh, tells Casey that he might have found a new species. Clearly, like, the cool teacher that you actually talk to. Yeah, the cool science teacher. Everyone's, like, huddled around, like, looking at I this know, thing under a microscope. I know, there are too many people who are highly, highly interested in this. Yeah. Um, uh, one of the kids, like, spills water on it, uh, and it, like, starts to move around. It starts wiggling. So they put it in the aquarium? They have a fully filled aquarium with nothing in it. Nothing in it, and no, like, it's not a working what aquarium. What happened here? It's just, like, a, a box with water in it. You say that, but we're, like, aquarium people. We know what aquariums are supposed to look like. <laughs> it's a no box filter. with water in it. There's no filter! Don't put any fish in that. It's not cycled. <laughs> uh, Mr. Furlong, like, reaches in to touch it. And, For some uh, fucking reason. Uh, it, like, splits into two creatures and then bites him. They never do this again. Yeah, he they go out of their way to be like, oh, it replicated itself. Like that's a like that's a normal thing that fish do. <laughs> wait, wait, hold on. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so. Uh, uh, anyway, uh, clear, clearly they have found the alien, and it is now in yeah, the it's fish there. tank. Yeah. Uh, next up is swimming. Uh, where Stan tells the coach, you know what, I'm quitting the football team. Uh, the coach is just like, that's okay. I love is, you anyway. This is, uh, this is like another bit of like, yeah, a nerd in high school wrote this where like the, the like star quarterback or whatever is like, I don't like that I'm like celebrated socially for being the quarterback. I don't when like really that they I'm give me good grades for being a quarterback. Really, it's like no one the has most, ever The most this. unrealistic part of the movie is when later there's a scene where he's like, yeah, um, a teacher gave me an A instead of a D because I threw the pigskin real good and I didn't like that. <laughs> what a fucking That's never happened. Shit. That's never happened in history. Why do you think people join the football team? Uh... In the locker room, uh, Stan kind of, like, saves Casey from being bullied. Uh, Not really. <laughs> he, he like, shows up, and then the people who are bu- bullying Casey just leave. Uh, but it's not, like, intentional or whatever. He didn't prevent the bullying. Yeah. Uh, there's, like, an exchange here that, like, is, like, written like it's a snappy line, but it doesn't work. Uh, where Casey is like, <clears throat> it must really blow being you. And Stan says... You have no idea. It doesn't blow being him. It doesn't. Like, I don't... This shit is made up. Like, is the whole thing that... Well, but is the whole thing, like, he's saying that, like, sarcastically? And that, like, oh, your life is so good? the movie isn't that smart. (laughs) But then he's like, you have no idea. Really, what they just want to do is they want to do a joke about how uh, people are imposters. And, like, oh, you being you. They would just want to put that line in there. Because that's what the movie's, like, about. Quote unquote. I didn't look into it that hard. <clears throat> I just think it's goofy writing. It, it's just a little ham-fisted. Uh, it just doesn't land, basically. 
Um, Stan takes a shower, but one of the teachers, Miss Brummel, uh, is deranged and <laughs> mysteriously uh, melting. Yeah, she is melting. Uh, and, like, we cut to after school where uh, Miss Olsen tells Stan that, oh, yeah, uh, Miss Brummel has cancer and is taking a lot of medication right now, so you don't have to tell anyone this So she's happened. melting in the shower. Yeah, you don't have to tell anybody about this. A uh, chunk of her scalp came off in his hand. <laughs> As Casey notices the coach basking in the sprinklers outside. That's kind of coach behavior. It was it was interesting. Um, next we get a scene of uh, Zeke selling uh, some porn tapes out of his trunk to some kids and blowing off Miss Burke when she tries to reprimand him. This is like another really weird thing in this movie. Where it's implied that, like, she's into him? I know, that's so weird. It's, like, very weird. We can stop with this. Uh, anytime. Uh, it's like a whole subplot. Like, it gets a beginning, middle, and no, end. we get an ending. And yeah. uh, it will not make you happy. Yeah. Um, In any respect. <laughs> uh... So, and now we get uh, Casey talking to Delilah about the new species, but she's like, I don't give a shit. I'm breaking into the teacher's lounge to, like, find some dirt on the teacher so I can put it in the school newspaper. Uh, there's a lot of, like, two kids talking who would never have any reason to talk, while one does, like, borderline illegal behavior and the other person just kind of walks and talks Wait, with them. we don't have to call it borderline. We can say going <laughs> through people's pills and stuff is illegal. It's just like, why would these two be in this scene together? And it's just like, well, because I wanted to have these two characters exchange this information here. Uh, it's very so, weird. So that they, they can be romantically interested in each other when they have nothing in common. <sighs> um, we have to pair everyone off. You can't be single in high school. Uh, so they, they hide out in the closet uh, when two of the teachers come in. Uh, it's the coach and Mrs. Olsen from earlier who we know to be... Things. Evil. Oh. I can't say things. <laughs> I'm not allowed. Uh, they're having an ominous conversation about how we gotta commute the whole faculty and the students. And they like splash their faces with water. Yeah. Uh, and apparently it got too hot for Miss Brummel. That's pretty funny when they're splashing each other. Yeah, that, that part's funny. Uh, this scene is weird because, like, they're playing coy about the whole alien thing to the audience and the characters. But the audience, like... Fully knows. Fully knows what's going on. So, like, I, I get that, like, it's supposed to be tense here because, like, you know, but the characters don't know. But the next, like, 30 minutes of the movie are going to be about the characters, like, explaining to you in detail how the aliens work. Yeah. So... It just doesn't really, again... Because you clearly haven't seen one of these before. Again, just, like, another bit that, like, doesn't quite land for me. You've never played Among Us before. I actually have. I don't know if you know this. I've played one game of Among You're Us so in, cool. in the last five years. So I extremely know how all of this works. Oh, I'm glad I married you. <laughs> you can't. You can't just pull that out on me. I can't just be ammunition in your in your pocket forever for the rest of my life. Uh, you should have you should have thought about that, shouldn't you? <laughs> All right. Uh, next, the cops are called, uh, and you know they they like search the closet, but all they find is like a doll and no body. Um, it's clear that like the cops don't uh, care about uh, basically what Casey is telling them. Um, 
you know, life stuff. This is a really weird scene. Like, his parents are there? Uh, I don't know why his parents are there. And, like, is it implied that, like, his dad is, like, a detective or something? Because he, like, seems to know the cops or something like that? I don't know. I don't know what it's But, like, none of this is explained. It's very weird. Um, the, The other, like, notable thing here is, like, one of the cops, like goes into a room one-on-one with one of the teachers, and when he comes out, he's acting all weird. That is kind of the the interesting thing about this movie, kind of unlike the things that it's riffing on, is, like, it only takes a second to turn. And it's, like, and without also, any pomp or circumstance. So if your eyes are off of someone for one second, they could be sus. Yeah. Uh, and also, like, their behavior is almost always immediately identifiable as being suspicious like they're almost immediately like a different person well except when we don't want that to happen except when we want you to not know if someone's a thing or not (laughs) we can't say things shit um but yeah uh casey goes home uh his parents like tear up his room because they're like you're on drugs Uh, and they like take his phone and his internet down and like his music and his nudie magazines and they say they're gonna get him help See, I think the first part of this movie kind of works because it's about, like, the distrust and kind of this gap between, like, adults and children. Like, you can't listen to them, they don't listen to you, and it's kind of like this whole thing. But, right, it, it's but about... But then it completely loses it. Well, yeah, I mean, again, like, the, the movie, right, is, like, almost about, like... I told you that this made me want to watch Mom and Dad again. That's a movie that does this whole thing way better. Oh, I love 100% Nick Cage better. as a weird dad. But I mean, like, this idea, right, that you're in high school and, like, everything seems strange and people act really weird, but also, like, the adults have this, like, authoritarian control over you that you can't challenge in any way is, like, okay, I see, like, where you're going with all of this, but, like, the only thing they're really doing with it is, like, meshing it into see, that, that a part, genre pastiche. That part works for me. I think the first half kind of works. Yeah. Um, I think, like, if it weren't for, like, individual writing ticks that kind of suck here, uh, I would be really digging this movie so yeah. far. If it were just the faculty, it would be better. Yeah. Um... So that night, he, like, tries to sneak out, but then he, like, sees the teachers, like, outside his house. Then he gets scared, and then his dad shows up, and then the people disappear. Really weirdly shot scene. Um, The editing is a little weird sometimes. Yeah. Uh, We got to the next morning where Creed is playing as Casey is dropped off at school. Uh, I think we get kind of an interesting scene here where Casey's, like, walking through school, and he's, like, trying to figure out, like, who's an alien and who isn't. Um, there, there's another one of these later where, like, a bunch of people are looking at you funny in the high school, uh, hallway, and is it, like, because they're just being mean to you, like high school kids are, or is it because they're the villains and they're aliens No, it's because they're the villains. Yeah, but it's... But that's but, just exactly what it feels like to be a little weird and a little fat That's right, school. yeah, I can confirm this. Uh... So uh, he gets pulled aside by Delilah, who says, they're after me, as, like, names are being called out uh, to report to the principal's office. This is a nice little bit that's, like, going on in the background of this whole scene, where, like, repeatedly more and more people keep getting, like, pulled into the principal's office in a way that, like, you wouldn't bat an eye at at regular school, but because, you know, the faculty is sinister, it's like, ooh, this is so scary. 
It's not you can, so scary. You can, tell, you can tell that she's incognito because she's got hot girl glasses yeah, on. Yeah, she she normally wears contacts. But yeah, her her hair is still perfectly permed and she still has her Estee Lauder on. Yeah, I don't understand why she's like in disguise here. Like no, for it, doesn't, it doesn't work. Um, we, we get a funny scene here of the faculty uh, office as all the teachers drink like a whole lot of water. I know, they've got <laughs> a lot of water going, which I, I think I drink this much water. I think so, yeah. We both drink this much we water. We go through a lot of water. We might be aliens. I'm okay with it. Yeah, I'm fine with it. Yeah. Um, it seems to be no different than being a person. This is this is another thing where, like, they're really beating my head over with, like, the thing that, like, the aliens need water. This is, like, the eighth scene of, like, the aliens need water so far. And, like... I need water! <laughs> You're absolutely... No, not right now. After, uh, In general... I need water to yeah, survive. Yeah, I, I need I need water general. Um, but I, I guess what I'm saying is I do think it's awkward that we're, like, setting up the aliens' uh, weakness, basically, like, this much. Like, I, I get that you want, like, the audience to have kind of pieced things together before, like, the characters do to create tension. But, like, again, we're... Just about to get, like, a big extended sequence of the characters figuring this out in very explicit terms. So, like, is it just to make people feel really clever? Like, I don't know. No. Because it makes me feel like the movie's really dumb. It doesn't make me feel clever. It's, um, it's to show you that they like water. Right. (laughs) Uh, more kids are getting called in the principal's office. Get, uh, getting a getting a hot ASMR ear exam by Salma Hayek. <laughs> that's right. Uh, Stokes is like apparently into Stan? Question mark? This is like a new development. Uh, but he's like, oh, I quit the football team because I'm tired of getting A's when I should be getting D's that I earned. Stupid. Um <laughs> Uh, Mary Beth and Zeke bond over her allergy to uh, drugs. These two, these two, they're going to start the movie Heathers. <laughs> For real. This guy's going to bomb a school. Uh, we'll get into it, but he's doing some he's stuff. He's deeply concerning. Yeah. And it does not it does not alleviate my concerns by the end of the movie. No. I think it gets, if <laughs> I'm, anything, I'm worse. I'm more concerned. Yeah, that's right. Uh... uh Basically, all the all the teens at this point like split off into pairs. Uh, so Casey goes with Stokely, Zeke with Mary Beth, and Delilah with Stan. Uh, and we get a bunch of scenes of like people on campus are being weird. Teachers are getting pulled aside. People are like looking at you weird. I don't need the movie to do this to me again. <laughs> um, we get a scene here of Zeke being approached by various kids who all want his drugs, but, like, more than usual. They're being, like, very insistent. Um, it, the, the drug is a pen with powder in it. That's right. Yeah, it is a, a It's like, just a pen. It's just a pen with powder in it. Uh, including Miss Burke, who is hot and mean now. <laughs> She's hot. It kind of, well, this parasite kind of makes her based. A little bit. Because she's like, you're a fucking little loser. Don't call me woman. (laughs) I'm Uh, like, damn. She should be like this all the time. Famke Jansen basically exists in cinema to be uh, the dichotomy between these two characters. Where she can be uh, in glasses (laughs) and wrapped up in a little shawl. And then in a hot girl dress and mean to you. 
Uh, yeah, that's like her whole career. Yeah. Uh, Good for her. Get it. Yeah, get your bag. Uh, Casey uh, tells Stokely about the whole alien thing. Uh, and here we get the most... Oh, the guy who wrote Scream uh, wrote this bit where she's like... Oh, that's just like Invasion of the Body Snatchers. But, oh, that's just a ripoff of this Robert Heinlein novel. Uh, I don't think you could do this. <laughs> uh, no, note, notice, they are not saying the thing. They are not. They, they will, will directly not. rip it off later. <laughs> yeah. Um, Casey has a crazy fucking hypothesis here about how Steven Spielberg and George Lucas are aliens and the entire genre of sci-fi is a psyop to inoculate the population against a real alien invasion. I think Elijah Wood has been reading online anti-Semitic conspiracy I think he's been listening to too much InfoWars. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Jesus fucking Christ. Um, uh, They uh, meet back up with Delilah and Stan uh, to look for the creature... Uh, that they found yesterday, but it's missing. Um, the creature. They they all try to convince Stan. They're like, the aliens are taking over the school. But he's like, oh, but aliens aren't real. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, cut to uh, Zeke and Marybeth, I guess, like, flirting as he steals science equipment from the school for his drugs. Uh, she doesn't seem bothered. Uh, Mary Beth's pretty cool with everything. She seems just chill with it. She's she like, is the oh. best character. <laughs> this is another scene of like somebody doing something illegal, talking She's... to a character they would never talk to. She is number one, not homophobic. <laughs> she is number two, down with stealing not school a property. Snitch. Not fucking narc. Loves lesbians. And she's pretty. And she's southern. <laughs> she has so many points in her favor. I've never met a lesbian before. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, they're in, like, the science lab or whatever, which is right next door to the science room where the other kids are, so they, like, overhear their conversation about the aliens and, like, come over to, like, be like, haha, you guys believe in aliens? You're so stupid. <laughs> um, and at this moment, uh, Mr. Furlong comes in, uh, and they jokingly tell him, like, hey, Mr. Furlong, Casey thinks the whole faculty are aliens. And he's like, why would you say that? Why would you say that? Why would you say that to me? And then when they try to leave, he's like, you can't leave. And then he throws Zeke into the floor and then, like, starts to morph into an alien. I wish that Jon Stewart would fight Stephen Colbert like this. <laughs> you want to see, like, the match to the death? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they, they, like, fight him for a bit. They, like, chop off his fingers. And then um, the fingers start crawling on their own with little tendrils just, like... Uh, another movie that shall not be named. Oh, that's right. Um, and then eventually uh, Zeke stabs him in the eye with his drug pen, which uh, kills him. Yeah. Yeah. Um, at this moment, the bell rings and the teens decide they're just going to walk out to the parking lot like nothing happened. Uh, it works. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> As a bunch of kids look at him funny. Yeah, it works. Um, I, I think this this bit is kind of good. Uh as, like, everyone is, like, looking at them, like, why are those kids hanging out together? This is completely normal. This is this is just high school. This is high school. But because you're in an alien movie, it's got a level of sinisterness to it because maybe they're all aliens. I love that aliens are still a little bit petty. Yeah, they care, it's they true. they care about social hierarchy. It's true. Like, they really do. Um, 
They uh, drive off in Stan's car as the entire football team menaces them. Uh, or maybe it's Zeke's car. Uh, and then they go to Zeke's fancy-ass, bougie-ass house. What is he doing in here? He says his parents are in Europe. What is this Breaking Bad-ass shit that he's yeah, got Yeah, so he's on? got like a full like cartoon drug lab. For what? For drugs. The only drugs he's selling is caffeine pills in a pen. <laughs> what the fuck is he doing? Well, it's because... Up to until this point, a bunch of people have gone out of their way to be like, oh, but Zeke, you're actually really smart. And if you would just apply yourself... So he's an evil scientist? Uh, if you would just apply yourself, <laughs> Zeke boy, you would be a real a real genius, a real benefit to society if you would just get off the drugs. No. He is a zero killer and he's killing animals. <laughs> he also has a gun. Yeah. <laughs> just <laughs> laying around. Uh, and they also mentioned that his secret ingredient are, yeah, caffeine pills. Um, they dissect, I guess, one of Mr. Furlong's fingers, which is like a creature now. Yeah, it's a creature. Yeah. Uh, and then test it on a lab rat so they can, like, learn about it. This is basically just an excuse to do the info dump scene from the thing where they explain how the monster works. Yes, it's exactly like that. Uh, yeah. Uh, you know. It won't stop there. Yeah, uh, the creature's a parasite, and they die when they're dried out, because the drugs are a diuretic. That's not what diuretics do. <laughs> yeah, it is. Well, it dehydrates you, but it makes you have to pee. It would be more fitting if it made the monsters pee themselves to death. <laughs> uh, and Stokely, uh, the sci-fi nerd, gives them the MacGuffin that will end the movie, which is, uh... If they kill the leader, then all of the aliens will just turn back to normal. Why she immediately comes to this and it's actually the hypothesis, I don't know. It's because they need a vehicle to beat the bad guys and that's the only way you win in an invasion of the body snatcher situation where the, the all of the people actually get subsumed. I mean, it's it's very... Not like, really, no. Like, it's, it's very... Um, like we need a we need a good uh satisfying ending to the movie where the good guys win so we just someone throws it out so, there so so we just sticks. pretend this is genre convention which like it totally isn't it's not. it like it, like none of those stories end like that um none of them are about how yeah i've seen this applied to zombies before but not yeah but not the aliens. like invasion of the body snatchers isn't about how if you kill the evil queen then all of the like people turn back into like normal guys what if it were though <laughs> that's another movie that we need to see again that would be good yeah um now suddenly nobody trusts each other uh because they're all acting weird um how do i know you're really you I don't know. Why don't you do a big test about it? Yep. Why don't you test each other about yep. it? Now they just do the blood test scene from the thing. We can't say that name anymore. But it's so funny because instead of uh, doing the blood sample or whatever, uh, they're taking drugs. So they get all giggly. They're snorting caffeine, which I... I guess makes you giggly. This is This is the thing, right? In every media ever, everyone acts like... All drugs are LSD, and you start hallucinating <laughs> and, and you like get a giggling. Giggly, yeah. yeah, it's like, come on. Caffeine just makes you go like that one girl in like Saved by the Bell, and she's like, "I'm so excited." 
God. Uh, yeah, the drugs are just a white powder that you snort, uh, mostly caffeine and some other household shit. I would be asking more questions. Uh, people keep, like, trying to get out of taking the, uh, weird, uh, garage drugs, because they're like, I don't want to take those. Um, but it, like, you know, because there needs to be some tension uh, for why they wouldn't reveal themselves to be the alien. Um, and eventually it's just down to Mary Beth and Delilah having a standoff as the last two... Uh, and Delilah is revealed to be an alien, but she manages to escape in Rex Zeke's lab. She, she hulks her way out of it. She, like, busts Big through time. the wall. Yeah. And there's, like, a woman shape left behind. <laughs> <laughs> um, so the squad decide that they're gonna find and kill the queen, because this is, they, they've decided we that- We are so sure- that this is the solution. Their made-up genre convention that isn't real genre convention works, uh, so they're just going to go for it. Yeah. Um, Why not? So they're like, well, the queen would only be at one place. The football game that I they've mean, been that, talking about. That's where everyone is. Yeah. Uh, as we don't need no education plays. Or like a bad cover of it. I think it's it. like a cover. Yeah, There's it a couple sounds like bad a, covers yeah, in this movie. Yeah, there are some weird bad covers because <laughs> they couldn't get Pink Floyd, I guess. Um, we get a montage here of the compromised football team just fucking killing kids out there. So, why don't we want to be aliens again? Because it makes you fucking cool. It makes you fucking kick ass. I know. This, the, the thesis statement of this movie does not work. Because everyone is so much cooler when they're an alien. <laughs> the, the people in the stands are chanting like, kill! Kill! kill. <laughs> it's fucking great. I think that's pretty good. Uh, yeah, as we learn that the this football game is like a super spreader event for this parasite. Um, for COVID. Yeah. Uh, the kids are like, oh, it was really important that we go to this, this, uh, football game, but actually, uh, we're gonna go to the school gym, uh, where they're confronted by Miss Drake, who they're like, oh, she's the principal, so she must be the queen, uh, but we, the audience, remember that Miss Drake wasn't the first person infected, so she can't be the queen, because we saw the intro of the movie that the kids didn't see, so this is building tension. For nothing. It doesn't go anywhere. They tie her up and then they like throw a bunch of caffeine shit on her and she like melts. No, they're building tension like they murder her in yeah, cold they blood. they shoot her in the and head. And they're like, what if she wasn't one though? But we, the audience, already know. Yeah. Like, what's the point? Am I supposed yeah. to be like at the edge of my seat? Because I'm not. I'm yeah, firmly it... slid back into my chair. <laughs> You're fully relaxed. Yeah, I'm chilling. Um... Also, uh, I just think it's noteworthy that Mary Beth is the one that actually throws the the powder and shit on her. We'll get back to this later. Uh, Their drug supply is running low, so Stan uh, decides to... uh, He's he's like, I'm going to go out there and see if we won or not. (laughs) Uh, As the rain, like, is pouring down, uh, Stokely, like, shoots her shot here. And, like, gives him a kiss, because I guess she's really been into him this whole time. Yeah. Again, not established other than her, like, saying it. I'm coming out of straight. <laughs> um, he finds the, the football team out in the rain, but they're all turned. They're uh, just kind of like, they're like earthworms in the rain, kind of like emerging <laughs> Yeah, they're bit. like, ooh. <laughs> I feel this way uh, in the rain. Cut to back inside, and, oh, Stan's back, and he really wants to be let in, please. This is one thing where, like... They do this in the thing, but, like, typically, 
time passes. It's not just like somebody goes out and the yeah, next it's kinda, scene. It's kind of the like, opposite, right? Because it's kind of breakneck in this one yeah. where like it just happens. Next scene, they're just like, let me in, man. Let me in. I'm totally not an alien now. Uh, but, you know, they have a conversation where it's sussed out that he's the alien. Uh, uh, he, like, pours out his little, like, caffeine thing or whatever. And he's what like... If, what if Kurt Russell, when he wanted to be let in, just exploded into slugs when you asked him a question? <laughs> <laughs> That's what this is like. Uh, and I think, like, the thing that really makes this movie worse than the thing here is he, like... Uh, uh, monologues about how cool it is to be subsumed by the aliens he's like oh there's no i'm already bought in there's no pain now and you'll be beautiful i know yeah i already know this yeah i already know this um but anyway they threaten him and he like runs off uh and zeke is like well we need another uh mcguffin to drive the plot forward so it turns out i actually have a bunch more drugs in the trunk of my car so we gotta go there um uh, so him and and uh, Casey go out and they're doing like commando rolls under buses and shit to like hide from the football team. This is not helping. Uh, I hate to be this person, but like, you drove there in his car. Like, wouldn't you just take all of the stuff with you? No. What if you need more? Whatever. Um. Uh. Uh. uh and Casey's like, oh, wouldn't it be easier to, like, if there was only one of us? Like, why did two of us have to go out here? And he's like, because you're the decoy. I'd be like, no, I'm not. <laughs> well, <laughs> no, I'm not. Uh, well, he, he, gets, he gets, like, stuck inside of a bus where he gets, like, menaced by Delilah, uh, who's, like, an alien. Uh, and he uses his one skill, which has been hint- hinted at so far. Uh, he's good at running fast. So he, like, runs away to, like, lead everyone away. Yeah. Um, there were like six conversations that were meaningless and not worth pointing out where, where like an offhand someone was like, man, oh, you, you run fast. You run real fast, bud. Um, <laughs> That's uh, character building. Zeke searches his car, uh, but he's confronted by Miss Burke, uh, who's extra hot and evil now. Uh, she really wants to fuck this teenager he he crashes his fucking car on purpose to like throw her off when i realized that uh the turning is extremely sexual in all situations well i mean she's like basically just sexually threatening him in the car but that's the thing the other turnings on camera have also been very sexually threatening yeah i don't know (laughs) <laughs> I don't feel the thing is I don't feel like it's a stand-in for like sex as like a no, scary transformative so. thing. I, I don't think, think just the... <laughs> in a weird kind of domination way. Yeah, I... It is just very sexual. No, I really think the movie has like no thoughts about uh the role of sex in the lives of teenagers. It just wants to like thrill you by having a hot girl be like, "I'm going to fuck you real good." <laughs> If you if you join the aliens, <laughs> she does not say that. <laughs> she basically says that, um, not verbatim, but uh, 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 and anyway, he he like grabs the last of his uh, his drug pens, and they recreate the crawling head scene from the thing, except worse than in CGI instead of we practical. Can't keep saying <laughs> that word. What do you want? What do you want when it's literally the head with the little legs crawling around on the floor? Okay, I did say you've got to be fucking kidding. Um, 
Back in the gym, uh, the female characters who weren't involved in this, uh, Mary Beth and Stokely, muse about, oh, who could the queen be? Dang. I sure don't have any idea. Uh, uh, and Mary Beth's like, hey, Stokely, like, aren't you, aren't you so tired of, like, uh, being someone you're not? And then she transforms into an alien and starts to attack her. Yeah. We get uh, the, we finally get, like, the full monster design, though, which I think is kind of cool. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Uh, uh. When it's not, like, dog shit CGI. I think some yeah. of it is practical, but a lot of it is CGI vomit. Yeah. We, we also get a scene here about how, like, the bit where, like, her and Delilah were gonna, like, take the caffeine pill, like, she didn't actually take it. Uh, actually, like, her pinky turned into a tentacle and she, like... Uh, uh, unscrewed the bottom half of the pen and all the caffeine fell out and uh, that's looked... not you showed us the exact scene of her taking it earlier movie uh, and that's not what happened this shit looks like Shrek <laughs> this CGI looks is really so bad. bad it looks really bad um, Casey shows up a bunch of like guys are chasing after him uh, uh, they hide in the locker room as like the queen alien like hulks out because I guess Mary Beth is the queen. This is revealed here. Yeah, I guess. Uh, only for her to then just like transform into a naked Mary Beth so that we can have a naked girl on the screen for the last yeah. uh, twenty minutes of this movie. Yeah. Uh, I think the pool scene is kind of good though. Yeah, uh, we're getting to that. So Zeke like uh, wanders in. Uh, oh no! Yeah. So this is this is part of it. Uh, yeah, like. Uh, the monster, like, jumps into the swimming pool and, like, drags Stokely in with her. That's pretty good. Yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, uh, so... It looks better when you can't see the monster. That's right. Yeah, when the monster's, like, underwater. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, Zeke just kind of wanders in. Uh, and Stokely and Marybeth try to, like, convince him that the other one is an alien but it doesn't work because, like, Mary Beth's naked and acting all weird. Uh, <laughs> what? Now, in hindsight, what is the motivation for either of them to do this? It doesn't really make any sense. Uh, it, it's just because they want to have a, no, you're the imposter. No, you're the imposter scene. And this is, like, a ham-fisted way to put it into the movie. Among us. Sus. Uh, anyway, uh, Mary Beth transforms, uh, uh, but Casey, like, saves someone, I think Zeke, uh, but Zeke is like, oh, I don't trust you, you have to take the drugs right now to prove you're not an alien. Uh, why, why are you naked, though? Uh, but, but, like, this doesn't, this doesn't happen, this isn't, is not important. Um, and then we get basically, like, the kitchen scene from Jurassic Park in the locker room with the Mary Beth alien. <laughs> I, I think this, the scene is kind of, like, the strongest of the movie, though. Uh, yeah, so the next bit here is she kind of, like, mythologizes, uh, herself, uh, as she's, like, the last of, like, she's from, like, a dying planet, and how she just wants everyone to get along, and you'll be so happy and warm and, and sexy if you just turn into an alien. I believe her. <laughs> you <laughs> I would fully be... bought it, you're like, alright, yeah, sure. I'll be like, Put me in the me. soup. Uh... Uh, Casey is unmoved though, so she like transforms again and attacks him. There's a lot of like the monster uh, transforming for no reason in this bit. Um, uh, they get into a very contrived chase where he like runs through the bleachers, which are like mechanical and like closing, and they shut like just at the right time to like trap the Mary Beth monster. 
in there. Uh, and he, like, shoots his last uh, shot of, like, the caffeine at her as she, like, infects him at the same time. Uh, and they throw out a couple one-liners that are bad, bad. and don't land. Um, and the monster disintegrates. Uh, it turns into stone. Yeah, it basically <laughs> does. It, like, withers. Uh, and Casey goes to check on uh, Stokely. And they're, like, hugging. And then Zeke shows up and he's like, is it over? Uh, and then we fade to one year later in, I think, the worst scene of the movie. <laughs> I mean, yeah. <laughs> Just like Mean Girls. Uh, we get news voiceover about how things have returned to normal uh, and how nobody knows really what happened. It definitely wasn't an alien hoax. Uh, uh, Zeke's on the football team now. Everyone knows about this. Yeah. Everyone knows that aliens were involved, but the police say it wasn't aliens. But Casey, but Casey is famous and on the cover of People and Time magazine now is <laughs> a hero. Um, Real heroes don't get this. Um, Zeke is uh, on the football team. He's smoking a cigarette. Uh, the teacher still wants to fuck him. Yeah, uh, he, he's a jock now. Yeah, and the, fucking an adult. Yeah, if uh, you were if you weren't worried enough about him. Oh, uh, it gets worse. An ungothed uh, Stokely. No, she washed her hair. You could tell she washed it. She's and wearing, she's wearing colors She's now. wearing a cardigan. And she's kissing a man. Oh, I hate life. Yeah, she uh, kisses Stan. Uh, uh, and Casey is dating Delilah now. Uh, Why? And the news crew's here to interview him. And uh, he says, man... Things sure have changed, huh? As we roll the credits. <laughs> it's really bad. I need to stress. The end of this movie is like, uh, uh, an insult wrote this movie. I'm worried. I'm, I'm worried. It's only Robert Rodriguez. I mean, he's, he's okay. I like Spy Kids. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, um, Jesus Christ, yeah, like, all of the women are paired off with the men and are normal now. Yeah, they're, uh, they're fixed now. It, it is the Breakfast Club, though. It is yeah. that problem with these teen movies. But just everyone like, has to be fixed but just and like, also dating. But just, like, reproduced so uncritically in a movie that up until this point has basically just been, like, a satire of these movies. And it's just, like... I don't think it's a satire. I think it just wants to be one. I guess so. Like, there are a bunch of, like, big, snappy Hollywood 90s writer lines in here. Uh, a lot of them don't make any fucking sense. Like, at one point, one of the people's like, Hey, Casey, when did you become Sigourney Weaver? Makes no makes sense. Makes no sense. Makes no Doesn't sense make in context. Doesn't sense. And then, and then he's like, I'm gonna go men in black on you if you well, don't. Yeah. <laughs> one of the guys like, is like, I'm not an alien. I'm discontent. You, you know that part of men in black when they were just, like, shooting people? <laughs> Uh, one of the one of the lines is like, "Oh, I'm just doing my part for the deconstruction of America." What does that mean? My eyes are fully <laughs> glazed over. Anyway, um, I need to stress. I kind of had a good time watching this movie. I think it's better than my first viewing for um, sure, but um, it's, it's still not my favorite one of these. You know, it's it's um it's really goofy. Um, it. If you're in it for, like, 90s camp, I think you would be okay. It has, like, accumulated a bit of, like, a cult following. Um, It was, like, a modest 
box office success like at the time like it I didn't it, it made a little bit of money but it didn't make like scream money it's, it's teen movie ish uh basically everyone involved is like oh yeah the studio thought this was just gonna make a bunch of fucking money a big fucking huge pile of money and then it didn't why I don't know. I mean, I guess the idea the is cast, like maybe you've got well, but the cast wasn't well, they anything, weren't yet. anything yet. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know. Like, yeah, it's kind of a cool ensemble. Yeah, like okay, you got the writer from Scream doing his like follow up to it, but it's really like it's trying to do uh, the stuff that Scream does well but badly is basically how I would summarize this movie. Yeah, uh, and and about like um, you know sci fi instead of about. Uh, like slasher movies well guess what i would rather watch the thing or 10 things i hate about you or invasion of the body snatchers or any of them at all yeah uh because it's or like scream because it's like also a teen movie but like it because it's not just a teen movie um it, it like it needs to be doing this clever uh uh smart guy writer uh pastiche of sci-fi stuff like it it doesn't really get to sing in that way um in the way that like i don't know like it wants to reference and steal from sci-fi but i don't think it's written with a fundamental understanding or love for it necessarily no i don't think so uh and you know while i think the stable of actors are good i don't really like anybody's performance because no, they there is some clunker writing that is just embarrassing every, and everyone is like wrong. everyone is saddled with these like lines that just don't land and oh, are like don't make any sense and like the you know you want to be like oh it's a movie with like eight guys in it i love a movie with guys but then like none of them are are good <laughs> everyone is just a cartoon nobody is like interesting at all like you know the characters okay like uh uh the characters in scream are a cartoon but they're doing something they're way more fun yeah there's like actual like meat on the bone there for people to like perform and be zany about like there's nothing here like we spend so much time with like stan and he is the flattest fucking most boring character i've ever fucking seen (laughs) Like, Elijah Wood is in this movie mostly to be like, oh, I'm a nerd and my dick is small. He's, and nobody likes me. He is every type of nerd, by the way. He's every like, single He's a camera kind. nerd. He's a computer nerd. He's a band nerd. He's like every type of nerd. And he's like the most bullied anyone has ever been. Like, within like five seconds of him being on camera, he has like a bloody nose and he's been shoved into a locker this is just like the, five this times. This is the precursor to his character from Sin City. It's just... It, I don't know. Like, it wants to be, like, really cynical, but it's not... I don't know. All of it feels very unironic to it's, me. It's not doing anything with this stuff. Like, it's not having fun with it. It's just, like... I don't know. It's it's very, like, almost by the numbers in a weird way. Um, and a lot of it just doesn't quite land. It's like, all of this needed a little bit more, like, attention to detail uh, that's just not there. This uh, this extremely feels like it. It feels like I should be watching like a Final Destination, where I'm supposed yes. to hate the characters yes. and they die in like really horrible ways. Exactly, but like nobody dies in this movie. Everybody like gets a happy ending. Uh, <laughs> if that's what you call that. Yeah, except me here watching the movie <laughs> me, now. Except me. I, I'm, I'm sitting here and I'm going, Jesus fucking Christ, this is so grim. <laughs> uh. 
So, um, do you want to rate this movie? Yeah, let's go. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Uh, uh, spookiness, one to five. How scary was this movie? I'll give it like a two. There's some gnarly kills that are kind of fun. The kills are pretty there, good. There is blood in it. It It is like a rated R movie, so they don't really pull any punches with like stabbing through people's hands and stuff like that i think it could use a little bit more maybe the cgi just looks so bad and there's like negative tension building in this movie i like when they milk guys there's like less than zero tension no there is no tension there's no scary mood everything is like constantly undercut by like these shitty jokes no yeah i don't know it's like a one for me it's pretty bad i feel it uh next up is the watchability how easy is it to just throw this movie on and have a decent time uh, I think like a three. It's, it's like it's like at least it's a three. It's perfectly neutral for me. Like I'll throw it on. Like honestly, I like I've watched this movie once before. I remember having a decent time. I watched it again. I had kind of a decent time. Parts of it are funny. The Parts the, of it are the funny. movie really struggles when I'm like close reading it and like wow, there's some dog shit stuff in here. Um, but uh, you know, it's just a fine, like, movie. Like, yeah, some of the lines don't land, but, like, it's, it's goofy. Kind of it's kind of fun. Yeah, it's like a three. It's not anything special. Yeah. Um, and then the <laughs> Vincent Price. Vamp rating, the campiness, and overall performances. I'm really mixed on this one. I'm kind of mixed myself. That's why I almost want to give it a three. Because parts of it are kind of highly, highly camp. Yes, and absolutely. And I appreciate that. Uh, yeah. But also... Like every, Some of it is just dud and unexciting. Like, every Robert Patrick scene as the coach is extremely camp and, like, pretty funny, honestly. I think he's funny, yeah. He's, he had already been in uh, Terminator 2 yeah. at this point as the, the T-1000, and I think it's, like, great him playing, like, a bombastic football coach. He's, like... I think all of the teachers are funny. I think all of the adult performances, yeah, Yeah. are pretty pretty funny. And, like, you know, um, I don't like the way the kids are written, but, like... Some of it is funny. Some of them do have, like, a little bit of charisma. It's just, like... Some of it is depressing. (laughs) Yeah. um, So, yeah, I like a three. It's a little bit mixed. I'm a little, like, eh on it. Yeah, I feel the same. um, Also, the creature effects aren't funny enough. They're just like bugs. No, no. They're just like stupid bugs. I if mean, they were like weird, like purple alien guys, <laughs> I think that would be funny. We're, we're in the exact time in CGI. Well, I guess it's kind of like that now. But we're in the exact time where something will happen and you just don't know what the fuck you're looking at. So, yeah. 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 So, I still feel that way though. So, I gave a seven. You gave it an eight. That's like <laughs> fine. It's eh. nothing special. It's eh. Yeah, no, I think, like, a lot of the... Uh, I think the writing is honestly dog shit. <laughs> I think, honestly. Yes, yes, uh, I, I agree with that. I think it's, like, kind of insane that the person that wrote Scream uh, just failed at everything they did well in Scream. No, yeah, they... Wrong takeaways, for sure. Like, I understand if this was, like, an earlier script that he had kicking around that, like, he was busy directing a movie, so he that's didn't why, have time to, like, fix or whatever. Edits. But, like... Yeah, you really needed to take another pass at this one, dude. Like, I think, um, you know, I like Robert Rodriguez generally. Like, I like a lot of his stuff. I think, like, when he's doing campy and goofy, like, we love Spy Kids, and that (laughs) those movies suck, but I really like them. Um, Spy Kids Two is high art. I won't have you. It's fucking funny. It's they're they're way more charming than this movie. Um, 
I think Elijah this, Wood also in Spy Kids. I three, think by the I think way. this movie is too cynical for Robert Rodriguez. I think the parts that are where he his like campiness is shining through are the good parts of this movie. That's true. And the parts where it's like cynical writing that's like not punched up enough is I like think, the I bad think he part should make like weird kids movies forever. Yeah, totally. Where Elijah Wood is that, the guy. That's why I'm saying like if the if the aliens in this movie were fucking fooglies, this would be <laughs> way funnier. Like I would I would be so much more in for the aliens in this. Um, this is the that's the second time we've name dropped the Fooglies. <laughs> we only flips, have flips. like we only have like twenty something episodes. How many times are we gonna talk about the Fooglies? Listen, it was bound to come up in the Robert Rodriguez episode. I guess it's just a little odd, isn't it? But I would have loved like weird guys. I don't get any weird guys yeah, in this. That's true. You know, like it would make it so much more fun. Um, I feel like I've been like increasingly more negative about it i i think some of the the teen drama could work like it's clay duvall like that's basically her fucking deal is doing i feel well a better version of this i'm of the opinion that she gets done dirty in almost every movie she's ever been in but i I agree but like that's why i need to show you the good one yeah um where she gets to be a lesbian finally with uh natasha leone (laughs) Um, I, I kind of like Josh Hartnett as Zeke a little bit. Uh, Get this disgusting hair off that man. He's been in a lot of, like, bad movies. Um, yeah. Yeah, his, if his bangs weren't so fucking bad, I think I would like him a lot more. I, I, think, I don't know. I think he has a serious bangs debuff in this movie. You think that's going to make him a serial killer? His bangs? He, he and not the rest of it? He is just like, he's like out of fucking Donnie Darko in this movie. He's going to, like... Kill some people. <laughs> Where is my mind as shit? I don't. I don't know if we mentioned it, but like at one point, like he just like pulls his gun on somebody for like no reason. When they're doing that, that like, oh, are you a real person or not? And they're like pulling the gun out at each other. Yeah. Like that's fucking crazy. Like he doesn't think a lot about it. No, he 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 fully shoots that woman. You know another thing that bothers me in this movie, uh, uh, the twist right that like it's unearned it's not earned the twist that like oh mary beth's the alien uh sorry doesn't fucking work no there there was no kind of like hinting Uh, or anything first of all there's multiple scenes where she is alone with another (laughs) character for an extended period of time and does not turn them well what what's wrong with her uh she's not homophobic there is a scene where they explicitly have her do the i'm not an alien test and then walk it back with footage they didn't show me previously like haha we got you you didn't think i was gonna see that weird tentacle grow out of her uh yeah because they didn't fucking show it to me the first (laughs) time so you don't fucking earn showing me the tentacle bit oh my god um so we could rag on it forever like i don't like to get super like detail like nitpicky about stuff like that but like when that's your big twist like you gotta sell it Way I think they could have sold it more. They could have showed some previous footage of some what, what, weird goings on. Well, and you can't draw attention to, oh, uh, if one infected character is alone with another infected character for 10 fucking seconds, it's over. They're fucking turned. And then break those rules just in service of this twist. You can't have her actively killing another alien uh, on screen. Like, we see her dump the, the caffeine stuff on Famke Jansen okay, or but- whatever. In in defense, she wastes all of their powder that way. On purpose. 
I guess. They draw attention to it. I mean, <sighs> it's very weak, but... It's weak. It, it is something that I, I considered. It's weak. I don't know. It... Again, like, this ju- this stuff just should have been cleaned up in, like, another pass on this fucking script. I agree. That nobody did because they're like, oh my god, this is the fucking genius who just did Scream. <laughs> and, like, he has a very distinct write- writing style. And this is all, honestly, his bag. Like, he, he writes, like, uh, horror-adjacent teen dramas. That's his whole thing he does. Um, Stick to scream. I just think it didn't get the attention that it needed, yeah. uh, and I think it really shows in this yeah. movie. Not a, not exactly a fan, but it's not the worst thing of all time. No, like it's not. It's honestly, it's not terrible. It's a decent like you just throw it on, you kind of laugh at it for a while, yeah. and then it's over. You yeah. know, like, uh, uh, but it's just a cartoon. You know, yeah. it's just a passing uh, amusement. With that. Do you think it's time? I think it's time. Bring me the movie sack. Oh boy. Oh boy. Oh boy, I've got a big bag of treats for you. I'm scared. This is frightening. <laughs> That's the scariest I've ever been. You've never done that voice before. Oh. I don't like it. <laughs> I'll uh, never bring that guy back ever. This is good. Put that guy back at the jail. I'm lying. No! This is the movie sack segment. This is the part where I pull a random movie out of a sack that Opal has prepared. Opal, here's your sack. I return yeah. to you. I picked the movie. I added... Some new movies to the sack. This uh, this determines what movie we'll be watching next week. Yes, yes. Next week. What? We're watching. Uh, Christmas has come early. We're watching Jack Frost. <laughs> oh no! If you had if you had just delayed this by a few weeks, it would have been. We've been. Okay, but that's been in the sack since the very beginning, since this summer. Holy shit. Listeners, we've been talking about how uh, it's way too fucking early for people to be putting out uh, Christmas decorations. I mean, everyone says this. I don't think it's very controversial. You can start putting them up in December. (laughs) You're drawing a hard line. Listen, I don't put up my, my... I wouldn't put up Halloween decorations until October. That's a lie. Is it? It would be a lie if I said it. Well, I'm saying it. All right. Uh, this is my line that I'm drawing. I think October is for Halloween. November, I don't give a fuck about Thanksgiving. No one cares. Nobody cares about Thanksgiving. It's not about Thanksgiving. Nobody cares. It's about it's Christmas. Not, I, but Christmas starts, you can start thinking about Christmas in December. Or what? Or else what? Or else. <laughs> what uh, but we're going to be we're gonna be breaking that. Oh, we're going to be watching Jesus Jack Christ. Frost. I've never seen this. Yes, you have. I we have? saw this a long, long, long no, time ago. Didn't. Yes, we did. No. Yes, we did. Oh, well, I got to put it on my letterbox that it's not in there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Jack Frost. This is the... It's the serial killer that turns into a snowman movie. Oh, another movie from 1998. Great. It, it's it's got the carrot scene in it. Oh, maybe I remember that. 
see. Is this a horror movie? Can you do this to me? No, not that one. Not that Jack Frost. <laughs> the other one. Oh, the one from 1997. Sorry. Yeah, the, not that one. You mean the one they came out the next year that looks exactly the same? Exactly the same. Have I seen this one? Yes, you have. I saw it with you. Alright, well, I'll get to relive that. Yeah, what a time it'll be. Yeah, what a great fucking time. Uh, Opal, uh, where can people find you on the internet? You. You. Uh, you can find me at opal.card.co. You can find my social media and stuff wherever you want to be now. I don't <laughs> fucking care. I don't want to hear nobody about nobody it. Nobody cares. Nobody cares. Uh, I'm at future underscore amp. I think that's it. And your other podcast? Oh, yeah. Uh, Level With You at Level With You Pod. That's my World of Warcraft classic podcast I do with my friend Austin, who's never played an MMO before. It's a good time. You should give us a listen. Yeah. Go for it. Don't have to like World of Warcraft to listen to the podcast. Yeah. Go listen. Uh, You can listen to the rest of our stuff if you want. Uh, we are at Scary Pair on Twitter. Uh, tell your friends. Uh, rate and review us on your podcast app. We need to be on, like, Spotify and stuff. We need to upload more places, I think. If we go on Spotify, they might not let us do our copywritten music. Is that true? That's what I've heard. Anyway, uh, tell tell your friends about the show. Uh, Thank you for coming. Go away now. Goodbye. Get out. (laughs) Get get (laughs) out. Y'all come back now here. Get the fuck out of here.